Well, I would like to say joining me now is Kyle Edmund. Kyle, thanks for taking the time. I know you're no a busy problem. guy, but <laughs> thanks for taking the time to join us on the ATP podcast. Yeah, thanks for having me. Uh, busy in a different way. Yes. Currently doing a bit of commentary and sort of media stuff, but it's good to be around the, the events as well. Yeah, I'm, I'm sure, you know, I know it's been a tough road the last couple of years. You have played some events this year on and off, but how, how has it been for you? How is the rehab going? How are you feeling? Mm. It's going okay in terms of the rehab. I'm very happy with my knee, which kept me out for a long time. Um, it's just unfortunate that I got a wrist injury when I did, um, probably about four weeks ago now in Italy. Um, it was my sixth match that week, so gaining a little bit of momentum. Uh, throughout the year, I hadn't really had any momentum, coming unstuck at tournaments, just not having the level, um, trying to improve physically. So. I was getting there. I, I knew it was always going to be a long process after having almost a couple of years out with my knee. But um, yeah, this wrist injury came along at the wrong time. And uh, unfortunately, it is what it is. I've just got to deal with it. Right now, I'm resting, letting it heal. Then I'll do some rehab and strength and hopefully be back on the court. I'm, I'm curious a little bit if we can dive deeper into your time off because as a tennis player, all you've known is tennis, being involved yeah. in sports, has kind of become your identity a little mm. bit. Was that tough? Do you feel like you lost your identity a little bit, or what did you, how were you feeling during that time? Especially during uh, my knee injury, there was times where I just wasn't improving. If I was improving, I was, I was happier and feel like I could go into training moving forward, but there was just a period in that, in that rehab phase that I didn't feel like I was improving Things were very slow, uh, had to be patient, uh, patience not always easy in that situation. So for pretty much every day that I've been playing tennis, I know that I can wake up, go and practice, um, be, be in control of improving my game. Um, but when you're injured in that way, you just feel like you lose control of the situation. And uh, that thing for me was was hard just it was like, what am I doing right now? I'm sort of getting up, doing a bit of stuff that my body can only allow me. Um, and the rest of the time, not really doing anything. And I guess the answer to that was probably looking back and it, maybe I should have done something different to keep my mind busy that was away from tennis. But at the time, I was probably a bit stubborn and was only thinking about, I want to rehab, I just want to get back. Well, I mean, you have that mindset, right, yeah. as an athlete. But... Um, you had you had surgery, correct? Yeah, yeah. exactly. So, do you kind of had an idea of the amount of time that you were going to have off, or was it something that you thought was getting better? And so, it was hard to kind of see yourself being able to do other things. It was. Um, I had my first operation in November twenty, uh, and that was just meant to be a short one. It was towards, yeah, the off season. I was hoping to come back in Australia. It just didn't improve. So in uh, February, March 21, I had uh, my sort of more serious operation where I knew it was, I was going to be um, out the game for a while. I've been told, you know, at least probably nine months. You know, you have it until competing because it needs time to heal and the rehab is, is long. So always in that time, I was just um, motivated to rehab, etc. And... Uh, Nine months is still a long time. I could have done something, but I didn't. But it took longer than nine months. It really dragged on, and you get more frustrated. 
ultimately you probably get a bit worried about the situation. Will I ever be back to how I felt before? Lots of little thoughts, it's natural. Um, and then the last, as I was coming good, I was going to play in the grass court season. My knee then had another setback where I needed another smaller operation, which was kicking the teeth to have a third one before I'd even played a match again. But it was a, a lot shorter time period of recovery. Um, that's when I played my mixed doubles match at Wimbledon last year. So it's been about nearly a year since I came back competitively. And how did that feel? I'm curious about that moment of walking on the court when last year at Mixed Doubles, I remember that. There was a lot of talk yeah. about you coming back mm. and being at Wimbledon. How was that moment for you? It was weird to wake up on the match day and be like, OK, I've got a match today doing normally what you wouldn't even, certain things you wouldn't even think about, uh, just whether it be the warm-up, getting your stuff ready. Um, I remember sort of double-checking my bag, my things, and then about literally three or four minutes before I was about to walk on, I realised I hadn't done my drinks. Uh, just like done my, put the electrolytes into my water and, and made them. So I quickly did that. But little things, it just, yeah, I hadn't been around the match court and uh, it just showed that I just wasn't totally clued up on everything. But it was weird walking out on the the court we had a, a really good court and atmosphere actually on court three I played mixed I played against uh, Coco and Jack Sop so it was it was really good and uh, it was just weird sometimes I didn't I didn't feel like uh, it, it had this is what I've been doing for my whole life it was like I was just totally new so it took time for that to set back in but once I got over that, where it's like, oh, this is new again, then you start thinking about your game, where I can improve. You start thinking about tennis things rather than like the surroundings and the situation. That's interesting that that was that pers- that you had that perspective. I almost yeah. find that that could have been fascinating in a way that everything felt fresh and new again, or or no. Yeah, it was. It was just such. It was just a relief to be on the match court. It it was so alien to me at the time, and even thinking about it. It was like, well, I've, all I've known is just rehab and training for the past two years or so, um, or 20 months it was in the end. So it, it was nice to do that. But for sure, the travel element, I was excited again to be traveling again. Normally when you travel on the, on the tour, for me, I remember being like, I'd always look forward to little pockets where I wouldn't have to travel like, the grass court season I know I've probably got about five weeks in my bed um, little things like that but I wanted to travel again little things that maybe you complain about in the past it's just like well that doesn't really matter because at least I'm on the court I'm giving myself a chance I'm enjoying what I'm doing um, there's plenty of opportunities for me as well to you know, have a serious think about what tennis was doing for me whether there's an opportunity to pack it in so the fact I wanted to keep going. I was pretty stubborn in that way that I wanted to get back, prove that this is what I wanted to be doing, seriously. Like recently I played a 25 event in Italy. It wasn't a bad event, but it's that futures level. And then because I was using my protected ranking as well, I then went to Munich and I was like, oh, we get free water this week, <laughs> which is which is crazy. But there wasn't it, that wasn't the case. It was so hard to get towels for on court. So just little things like that, that when you're on the tour, um, you take for granted so it's um, little things like that as well hotels you're in 
Um, big thing for me as time went along was the financial side of it because you're, you haven't got a job at that point, you're not earning money, you're only earning money if you're on the court. Um, and I was, I was aware of that as time was going along, you know, you're still paying for coaches uh, with your rehab, physios, fitness trainers, as I started back at tennis, you know, the tennis coach. So with no money coming, I was very aware that I was like, wow, some, you know, some week I, I earned 100 grand plus that week. And now I'm, uh, that hasn't happened for about 20 months. I haven't really earned anything. So I was well aware of that. So when I came back, I, I sort of realized, you know, this is, <laughs> tennis is not really a job. It's just something that you do for fun and you get to earn money with it. I think you make a really good point because I don't think a lot of people understand that tennis players pay for everything. They pay yeah. for their coach, physio, travel, sports psychologist, everything. Yeah. Where a lot of the team sports, yeah, yeah. that's sort of included. Yeah. So you make a good point and mm. just shows you know, how a struggle it can be to get to the top. Mm. But even though you're not able to play here, you are earning a wage by doing something different commentating. Yeah. And this is your first time commentating event. How, how have you enjoyed that? I have. It's my second day today. I started off yesterday and it just really came about once I had my wrist injury that got the diagnosis and I was like, I'm going to be out for this long. How long is that? I can't play on the grass. I'll probably have to let it rest for like a few, like a month and then there's a build-up period of rehab and strength which will probably take another four to six weeks and then you start hitting. Of course, hitting you need to build up but once you're hitting you you then get you can feel like okay I'm going to be ready at this time so I'm hoping for sure I can play the, this back end of the year on the hard courts and uh, and yeah that that's the plan really but um, yeah I'm, I'm commentating this week I'm enjoying it it's, it's totally different to what I've experiencing it generally actually feels like it's like I'm actually working now. Like I've got to be here at a time. A Does bit that feel like, good? A bit like a nine to five. I don't know really. I've, <laughs> I've I enjoy being on the court more, but um, because tennis is like is something I've always done. Because I'm doing something that's a bit outside my comfort zone. It feels like I'm actually having to work a bit, uh, pay attention, <laughs> all those sort of things. So I'm pro- probably quite an introverted guy naturally. So commentate you have to express yourself mm. a bit more the good thing about being test players is it's easy to give insight you you know the game straight away so it's easy to pick up stuff but it's just putting that into words and relaying it back to people watching uh, and also seeing the other side of it you know the the skills that commentators have uh, presenters how that all works and when we're on the court all we do is just turn up and play but there's a lot more that goes on to it behind the scenes well, I'm glad you're getting to enjoy that and yeah. seeing the different side of that that kind of the sport on from a different angle. Mm. Um, you mentioned we were going to see you for the hard court, yeah, hard yeah. court season. That's very exciting. Um, how crossed, does that yeah. feel for you mentally on the on the body? Because the hard court, out of all the surfaces, is probably the most physically demanding. Yeah. Or clay can be physically demanding, but softer on the body. Yeah. Um, how does that feel for you to start on the hard courts? Uh, I think it would be okay. A lot of my rehab that I did was on the hard courts, and when I started back again last year, apart from my one mixed doubles match, the rest of the matches were on hard um, right through till uh, 
March, April this year where I went on the clay. So, yeah, it's fine in terms of my sort of longer knee issue. It's in a really good place. That's um, great. It, yeah, it's important for me that I um, look after my wrist and make sure I get it right rather than lingering on. Um, the, I've been told these things can and stuff. So I don't think whether I'm on clay, grass or hard, it will will influence my, my wrist. Mm. I just have to make sure I get that right. But ideally, to be a you know a proper player where you're earning living on the tour, being successful, you have to be able to play a, a, a pretty full schedule. Uh, and I haven't been able to do that the last few years. Yeah. So it's important that I can get my body right in a place where I, I give myself a chance to compete um, at that level. Yeah, I mean, I think that's a smart yeah. tactic to take. Um, you also mentioned, you know, when you're, when you look back at your rehab, um, you wish you would have done more yeah. stuff during that time. What what do you wish you would have done? Just stuff outside of tennis, really, stuff that occupied my mind. There was a period where um, I was probably quite, not lazy in my rehab, but I couldn't, there was only a certain amount of rehab I could do that my body had allowed me. I couldn't spend, you know, eight-hour days at, in the gym. I could go in the morning, do what I needed to do, but that was it I still had to let my body heal um, when you go through like a big injury the body go through goes through trauma with the operation and the uh, rest of the time I just go home and really sit at home I, I'm passionate with sports in general so I like to follow sports uh, here in England it, you know football the, I'm assuming sorry football I'm assuming exactly football here <laughs> I'm a Liverpool fan um, but yeah here in England it's we've got rugby uh, in the winter and summer there's a cricket as well but I like Formula 1 I like the MotoGP um, the golf so I like to follow lots of sports um, but that basically just means watching it and I spent lots of my time just doing that so looking back if I'd done something to occupy my mind in a different way to get out more rather than being at home also being at home uh, I live on my own too you have a lot of time to think as yeah. well. So the thinking when you're injured as well is probably not a healthy mindset to have, unfortunately, but that's just the, the way I was at that time. And um, so, yeah, my, my dad, more than anything, encouraged me to do something else. And uh, looking back, at it, I should have done, but having this opportunity now with my wrist, doing something with the media, a little bit of uh, commentating around my fitness stuff uh, is a good opportunity. I heard you got into, did you get in photography? Not did really. Oh, okay. um, a little bit, like it wasn't like a big thing. Um, it was just something like I was really bored. And <laughs> okay. I went, I, I've had a camera for a while and never used it, but then I sort of started using it again. Mm. Um, the fun is like actually in the editing when you when you take pictures but uh, it's so it's so complex to edit it. I don't really understand it. There's so many stuff going on. I sometimes would watch professionals and how they edit it, what you look for. But yeah, I was like, yeah, I'm, I'm just stick to tennis here. There's a lot to it. So yeah. anyway, but that was a little thing. But anything else? Any other passions besides all the other sports? No, I'm just massively into sport. Really, yeah. if, I, if I'm being honest, that's I if just you had to, if that. you could play another sport, which one would you choose? Well. I, my my dream would be something to do with like Formula One or something like that, but I'm probably too tall for it. Uh, definitely too heavy now. So the <laughs> you, um, you look the same. 
those those guys are like 50, 60 kilos, some of them, and I, I'm in the 80s. But anyway, um, a more realistic thing was probably cricket. It's something I did at school. Um, I enjoy it. It's probably not everyone's cup of tea to watch, but I enjoy the the details of it, the the mini battles within the game, and uh, yeah, I was in school. I sort of played up a couple of years, um, and it came naturally to me. I guess that hand-eye bit. So maybe maybe a, a cricketer would have been like an option if yeah. I hadn't played tennis. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. Well, I'm I'm really glad to hear that you're on the mend. We've missed you on the tour. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> I know a lot of people, especially during this time here in the UK, misses you, and hopefully, hopefully we'll see you next year. But we'll definitely see you on the hard court season, right? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, last last year I was like, I'm definitely going to be here next year. And unfortunately, it hasn't worked out. So I would be hesitant to say I hope to see you next year, but that is the plan. Yeah. And yeah, I'll definitely be back before the end of the year. Um, I've missed too much time not playing. So I want to get back and touch wood. This isn't going to be as long, but I just need to make sure that I deal with with this, uh, you know, with this injury and then get it right and be back out there. Well, you're on the mend and you're doing it the right way. So congrats, yeah. and we look forward to seeing you back on the court Perfect. again. Thank you very much. Thank you. Cheers.